ओम साईराम श्री साई सच्चरित्र चैप्टर 18 एंड 19 इन द लास्ट टू चैप्टर्स हेमाडपन डिस्क्राइब हाउ अ रिच जेंटलमैन एस्पायरिंग फॉर क्विक ब्रह्मज्ञान वाज ट्रीटेड बाय बाबा एंड नाउ इन दीस टू चैप्टर्स ही डिस्क्राइब्स हाउ हेमाडपन हिमसेल्फ वाज एक्सेप्टेड एंड ब्लेस्ड बाय बाबा हाउ बाबा एनकरेज्ड गुड थॉट्स एंड फ्रूटिफाइड देम and his teachings regarding self improvement slander and remuneration for labor preliminary it is a well known fact that the sadguru looks first to the qualifications of his disciples and then gives them suitable instructions without unsettling their minds in the least and leads them on towards the goal of self realization in this respect some say that what the sadguru teaches or instructs should not be divulged to others they think that the instructions become useless if they are published this view is not correct the sadguru is like a monsoon cloud he pours down profusely that is scatters widely his nectar like teachings these we should enjoy and assimilate to our heart's content and then serve others with them without any reservations this rule should apply not only to what he teaches in our waking state but to the visions he gives us in our dreams to quote an instance buddha kaushika rishi published in his celebrated ram raksha stotra what he has seen in his dream like a loving mother forcing bitter but beneficial medicines down the throats of her children for the sake of their health sai baba imparted spiritual instructions to his devotees his method was not veiled nor secret but quite open the devotees who followed his instructions got their object sadgurus like sai baba open our the eyes of the intellect and show us the divine beauty of the self and fulfill our tender longings of devotion when this is done our desire for sense objects vanishes twin fruits of vivek that's discrimination and vairagya that's dispassion or non attachment come to our hands and knowledge sprouts up even in the sleep all this we get when we come in contact with saints that sadguru serve them and secure their love the lord who fulfills the desires of his devotees comes to our aid removes our troubles and sufferings and makes us happy this progress or development is entirely due to the help of the sadguru who is regarded as the lord himself therefore we should always be after the sadguru hear his stories fall at his feet and serve him Now we come to our main story. Mr. Sathe. There was a gentleman named Mr. Sathe who had attained some publicity many years ago during Crawford regime which was put down by Lord Ray the governor of Mumbai. He suffered severe losses in trade. Other adverse circumstances gave him much trouble and made him sad. and dejected being restless he thought of leaving home and going out to a distant place 
man does not generally think of god but when difficulties and calamities overtake him he turns to him and prays for relief if his demerits have come to an end god arranges his meeting with a saint who gives him proper directions regarding his welfare mr sathi had similar experience his friends advise him to go to shirdi where so many people flock to get sai baba's darshan for getting peace of mind and the satisfaction of their wants he liked the idea and at once came to shirdi in 1917 seeing baba's form which was like eternal brahma self luminous peerless and pure his mind lost its restlessness and became calm and composed he thought that it was the accumulation of the merits of his former births that brought him to the holy feet of baba he was a man of strong will and he at once started to make a parayan that is study of guru charitra when the reading was finished in the saptah that is 7 days baba gave him a vision that night it was to this effect baba with his guru charitra in his hand was explaining its contents to mr sathi who was sitting in front and listening carefully when he woke up he remembered the dream and felt very happy he thought that it was extremely kind of baba who awakens soul like his that was snoring in ignorance and makes them taste the nectar of guru charitra next day he informed kaka saheb dikshit of his vision and requested him to consult sai baba regarding its meaning or significance whether one saptah that week's reading was sufficient or whether he should begin again kaka saheb dikshit when got a suitable opportunity asked baba deva what do you suggest to mr sathe by this vision whether he should stop or continue the saptah he is a simple devotee his desire should be fulfilled then baba replied he should make one more saptah of the book if the work be studied carefully the devotee will become pure and will be benefited the lord will be pleased and will rescue him from the bondage of the mundane existence at this time hemar pant was present there he was shampooing baba's legs when he heard baba's word he thought in his mind what mr sathi read for a week only and got a reward and i am reading it for 40 years with no result his 7 days stay here becomes fruitful while my 7 years stay from 1910 to 1970 goes for nothing like a chatak bird i am ever waiting for the merciful cloud that's baba to pour its nectar on me and bless me with his instruction no sooner did this thought cross his mind baba knew it there and then it was the experience of the bhags that baba understood all their thoughts and that he suppressed the evil thoughts and encouraged the good ones reading himad pant's mind baba at once asked him to get up and go to shama that's madhura deshpande get from him rupees 15 as dakshina sit and chit chat with him for a while and then return mercy dawned in baba's mind and so he issued this order and who could disobey baba's order hemar pant immediately left the masjid and came to shama's house he had just bathed and was wearing a dhotar he came out and asked hemar pant how is it that you are here now it seems that you have come from the masjid 
Why do you look so restless and dejected? Why are you alone? Please sit and rest while I shall do my worship and return. In the meanwhile, you please take pan beeda, leaves and betel nuts, etc. Let us then have a pleasant chat. After saying this, he went inside and Himadpan sat alone in the veranda. He saw in the window a well-known Marathi book named Nath Bhagwat, which is a commentary by the saint Eknath on the 11th skanda, that is chapter of the bigger Sanskrit work the Bhagwat, at the suggestion or recommendation of Sai Baba Messrs. Babu Sahib Zog and Kaka Sahib Dikshit read Bhagwat Gita daily with its Marathi commentary named. भावार्थ दीपिका और ज्ञानेश्वरी अ डायलॉग बिटवीन कृष्णा एंड इज फ्रेंड डिवोटी अर्जुन एंड नाथ भागवत अ डायलॉग बिटवीन कृष्णा एंड इज सर्वेंट डिवोटी उद्धव एंड ऑल्सो एकनाथ वन बिग वर्क दैट इज भावार्थ रामायण वेन डेवोटीज केम टू बाबा एंड आस्ट हिम सर्टन क्वेश्चन ही समटाइम्स आंसर डेम इन पार्ट एंड आस्ट देम टू गो एंड लिसन टू द रीडिंग्स ऑफ द अबव मैंशन वर्क्स which are the main treaties of bhagavat dharma when the devotees went and listened they got full and satisfactory replies to their questions himadpan also used to read daily some portions of nath bhagavat that day he did not complete the daily portion of his reading but had left it unfinished in order to accompany certain devotees who were going to the masjid When he took up the book from Shama's window and casually opened it, he found to his surprise that the unfinished portion opened up. He thought that Baba sent him very kindly to Shama's house for enabling him to complete his daily reading. So he went through the unfinished portion and completed it. As soon as this was over, Shama after doing his worship came out and the following conversation took place between Himadpant I have come with a message from Baba He has asked me to return with rupees 15 as dakshina from you also to sit with you for a while and have a pleasant chit chat and then return to the masjid with you Shama with surprise I have no money to give take my 15 namaskars that is prostrations in lieu of rupees as dakshina to Baba Himadpant All right your namaskars are accepted Now let us have some chit chat. Tell me some stories and leelas of Baba which will destroy our sins. Shama, then sit here for a while. Wonderful is the sport, leela of this god. That's Baba. You know it already. I am a village rustic, while you are an enlightened citizen. You have seen some more leelas since you are coming over here. How should I describe them before you? Well, take these leaves. beetle nut and chuna and have the pan beeda while i go in dress myself and come out in a few minutes shama came out and sat talking with himadpant he said the leela of this god that's baba is inscrutable there is no end to his leelas who can see them he plays or sports with his leelas still he is beyond unaffected by them what do we rustics know Why does not Baba himself tell stories? Why does he send learned men like you to fools like me? His ways are inconceivable. I can only say that they are not human. With this preface, Shama added, "I now remember a story which I shall relate to you. I know it personally. As a devotee is resolute and determined, 
so is baba's immediate response sometimes baba puts the devotees to severe test and then gives them upadesh that's instructions as soon as hemardpant heard the words upadesh a flash of lightning crossed his mind he at once remembered the story of mr sathe's guru charitra reading and thought that baba might have sent him to shama in order to give peace to his restless mind however he curbed his feelings and began to listen to shama's stories they all showed how kind and affectionate baba was to his devotees hemardpan began to feel joy on hearing all these then shama began to tell the following story mrs radhabai deshmukh there was an old woman by the name radhabai she was the mother of one kashba deshmukh hearing baba's fame she came to shirdi with the people of sangamner she took baba's darshan and was much satisfied she loved baba intimately and resolved in her mind that she should accept baba as a guru and take some upadesh from him she determined to fast herself unto death so long as baba did not accept her and give her any upadesh or mantra she stayed in her lodging and stopped taking any food or water for 3 days i was frightened by this ordeal of the old woman and interceded with baba on her behalf i said deva what is this you have started you drag so many persons here you know that old lady she is very obstinate and depends on you she has resolved to fast on to death if you don't accept and instruct her if anything worse happens people will blame you and say that baba did not instruct her and as a consequence she met her death so take some mercy on her bless her and instruct her on seeing her determination baba sent for her and made her change her mind by addressing as follows oh mother why do you have to subject yourself to unnecessary tortures you are my mother and i am your child take pity on me and hear me through i tell you my own story which is if you listen carefully will do you good i had a guru he was a great saint and most merciful I served him long very long still he would not blow any mantras into my ears I had keen desire never to leave him but to stay with and serve him at all costs and receive some instructions from him but he had his own way he first got my head shaved and asked me for two paisa as dakshina I gave him the same at once You may say that as my guru was perfect why should he ask for money and how should he be called desireless the reply is that he never cared for coins what had he to do with them his two paisa were firm faith and patience or perseverance i gave these two paisa to him and he was pleased i resorted to my guru for 12 years he brought me up there was no dearth of food and clothing he was full of love or say he was love incarnate how can i describe it he loved me most rare is a guru like him when i looked at him he seemed as if he was in deep meditation and then we both were filled with bliss 
Night and day, I gazed at him with no thought of hunger and thirst. Without him, I felt restless. I had no other subject to meditate upon, nor any other thing than my guru to attend. He was my sole refuge. My mind was always fixed on him. This nishtha or firm faith is one paisa of dakshina. Saburi, that's patience or perseverance, is the other paisa. I waited patiently and served my guru. This saburi will ferry you across the sense of this mundane existence. Saburi removes all sins and affiliations and gets rid of calamities in various ways and casts aside all fears and ultimately gives you success. Saburi is the mind of virtues, consort of good thoughts. Nishtha, that's faith, and Saburi, that's patience, are like twin sisters, loving each other very intimately. My Guru never expected any other thing from me. He never neglected me, but protected me at all times. I lived with him and was sometimes away from him. Still, I never felt the absence of his love. He always protected me by his glance, just as the tortoise feeds her young ones, whether they are near her or away from her, on the other side of the bank, by her loving glances. Oh mother, my guru never taught me any mantra then. How shall I blow any mantra in your ears? Just remember that the guru's tortoise-like loving glance gives us happiness. Do not try to get mantra or upadesh from anybody. Make me the sole object of your thoughts and actions and you will no doubt attain Paramartha, that is the spiritual goal of life. Look at me wholeheartedly and I in turn look at you. Sitting in this masjid, I speak the truth, nothing but the truth. No sadhana or proficiency in the six shastras is necessary. Have faith and confidence in your Guru. Believe that Guru is the sole actor or doer. Blessed is he who knows the greatness of his Guru and thinks him to be Hari, Hara and Brahma, Trimurti incarnate. Instructed in this way, the old lady was convinced. She bowed to Baba and gave up her fast. Hearing this story carefully and attentively and marking its significance and appropriateness, Hemad Pant was most agreeably surprised. On seeing this wonderful Leela of Baba, he was moved from top to toe. He was overflowing with jaw. His throat was choked and he was not able to utter a single word. Shama on seeing him in this condition asked him, What is the matter with you? Why are you so silent? How shall I describe the innumerable Leelas of Baba? Just at this time, the bell in the masjid began to ring, proclaiming that the noon worship and arti ceremony had begun. Therefore, Shama and Hemadpan hurried to the masjid. Bapu Sahib Zog had just started the worship. Women were up in the masjid and men were standing below in the open courtyard and they were all singing the arti in chorus to the accompaniments of drums. Shama went up, pulling Hemad Pant with him. He sat to the right and Hemad Pant in front of Baba. On seeing them, Baba asked Hemad Pant to give the Dakshina brought from Shama. He replied that Shama gave namaskars in lieu of rupees and that he was there in person. Baba said, Alright, 
Now let me know whether you both had a chit chat, and if so, tell me all that you talked about. Not minding the sounds of the bell, the drums, and the chorus songs, Hemad Pant was eager to tell Baba what they had talked about and started to narrate it. Baba was also anxious to hear, and so he left the bolster and leaned forward. Hemad Pant said all that they talked about and was very pleasant, especially the story of the old lady was most wonderful, and that on hearing it, he thought that his Leela was inexplainable. and under the guise of that story he really blessed him baba then said wonderful is the story how were you blessed i would like to know everything in detail from you so tell me all about it then hemad pad related in full the story which he had heard a little while before and which had made a lasting impression on his mind hearing this baba was much pleased and asked him did the story strike you and did you catch its significance he replied yes baba the restlessness of my mind has vanished and i have got true peace and rest and come to know the true path then baba spoke as follows my method is quite unique remember well this one story and it will be very useful to get the knowledge that's realization of the self dhyan meditation is necessary If you practice it continuously the vrittis that is subtle thoughts will be pacified being quite desireless you should meditate on god who is in all the creatures and when the mind is concentrated the goal will be achieved meditate always on my formless nature which is knowledge incarnate consciousness and bliss if you cannot do this meditate on my form from top to toe as you see here night and day As you go on doing this your vrittis will be single pointed and the distinction between the dhyata that is meditator and dhyana act of meditation and dhyaya thing meditated upon will be lost and the meditator will be one with the consciousness and be merged in the brahma the mother tortoise is on one bank of the river and her young ones on the other she gives neither milk nor warmth to them her mere loving glance gives them nutrition the young ones do nothing but remember meditate upon their mother the tortoise glance is to the young ones the only source of sustenance and happiness similar is the relation between the guru and the disciple when baba uttered these words the chorus of the aarti songs was over all cried out loudly in unison Victory be to our Sadguru, Sri Sai Maharaj, who is pure consciousness, knowledge, and bliss. Dear readers, let us imagine that we are at this time standing amongst the crowd in the masjid, and let us join them in this Jai Jai Kar. After the aarti ceremony was over, prasad was distributed. Bapu Sahib Zo came forward as usual and after saluting Baba, gave into his palm a handful of sugar candy. Baba pushed all this into the hands of Hemad Pant and said to him, "If you take this story to heart and remember it well, your state will be sweet as a sugar candy. All your desires will be fulfilled and you will be happy." Hemadpan bowed down to Baba and implored, "Do favor me like this, bless and protect me always." Baba replied, "Hear this story, meditate on it, and assimilate its spirit. 
then you will always remember and meditate on the lord who will manifest himself to you dear readers himadpan got prasad of sugar candy and we now get the prasad of sugar candy or nectar of this story let us drink it to our hearts content meditate on it and assimilate it and be strong and happy by baba's grace amen towards the end of the 19th chapter himadpan has dealt with some other matters which are given below baba's advice regarding our behavior The following words of Baba are of general welfare and invaluable. If they are kept in mind and acted upon, they will always do you good. Unless there is some relationship or connection, nobody goes anywhere. If any men or creatures come to you, do not discourteously drive them away, but receive them well and treat them with due respect. Shri Hari that's god will be certainly pleased if you give water to the thirsty bread to the hungry clothes to the naked and your veranda to strangers for resting if anybody wants any money from you and you are not inclined to give do not give but do not bark at him like a dog let anybody speak hundreds of things against you do not resent by giving any bitter reply if you tolerate such things you will certainly be happy let the world go topsy turvy you remain where you are standing in your own place look on calmly at the show of all things passing before you demolish the wall of difference that separates you from me and then the road for our meeting will be clear and open the sense of differentiation as i and thou is the barrier that keeps away the disciple from his master and unless that is destroyed the state of union is not possible allah malik that is god is the sole proprietor nobody else is a protector his method of work is extraordinary invaluable and inscrutable his will be done and he will show us the way and satisfy our heart's desires it is on account of rinanubandh that is former relationship that we have come together let us love and serve each other and be happy he who attains the supreme goal of life is immortal and happy all others merely exist that is live so long as they breathe encouraging good thoughts to fruition it is interesting to note that sai baba encouraged good thoughts You have to surrender yourself completely to him with love and devotion and then you will see how he helps you throughout. Some saint has said that when you get a good thought immediately after awakening from sleep and if you develop the same afterwards during the day your intellect will be unfolded and your mind will attain calmness. Himadpad wanted to try this. One Wednesday night before going to bed he thought Tomorrow is Thursday an auspicious day and the place that is Shirdi is so holy so let me pass the whole day in remembering and celebrating Ram Naam and then he slept off next morning when he got up he remembered without any effort the name of Ram and was much pleased after finishing the morning duties he went to see Baba with flowers 
When he left Dikshitwada and was passing by Butiwada, present Samadhi Mandir, he heard a beautiful song that was being sung nicely by one Aurangabadkar in the masjid before Baba. The song was Guru Kripajan Payo Mere Bhai, etc. by Eknath, in which he says that he got collegium in the form of his Guru's grace, which opened his vision and made him see Ram in and out, in sleep, dream and waking state and everywhere. There were so many songs. But why was this song particularly chosen by Aurangabadkar, a devotee of Baba? Is this not a curious coincidence arranged by Baba to amplify the determination of Himadpan to sing unceasingly Ram Nam during the day? All saints agree and lay stress upon the efficacy of uttering Rams, that's God's name, in fulfilling the ambitions of the bhaks and in protecting and saving them from all calamities. Variety in Upadesh, Slanderer Condemned Sai Baba required no special place nor any special time for giving instructions. Whenever any occasion demanded, he gave them freely. Once it so happened that a bhakt of Baba reviled someone behind his back before other people. On leaving aside merits, he dwelt on the faults of his brother and spoke so sarcastically that the hearers were disgusted. Generally, we see that people have a tendency to scandalize others unnecessarily and this brings on ill feelings. Saints see scandal in another light. They say that there are various ways of cleansing or removing dirt, that is, by means of water and soap, etc. But a scandal monger has got a way of his own. He removes the dirt, that's faults, of others by his tongue. And so in a way, he obliges the person whom he reviles. And for this, he is to be thanked. Sai Baba had his own method of correcting the scandal monger. He knew by his omniscience what the slanderer had done and when he met him at noon near the lady, Baba pointed out to him a pig that was eating filth near the fence and said to him, Behold, how with what relish it is gulping filth. Your conduct is similar. You go on reviling your own bethren to your heart's content. After performing many deeds of merit, you are born as a human and if you act like this, how can Shirdi help you in any way? Needless to say that the Bhakt took the lesson to his heart and went away. In this way, Baba went on giving instructions whenever necessary. If these are born in our minds and acted upon, the spiritual goal that is realization is not far off. There is a proverb which says, If there be my hurry, Lord, he will feed me on my cot. This proverb is only true in respect of food and clothing. But if anyone believing this sits idle and does nothing in spiritual matters, he will be ruined. One has to exert himself to his utmost for attaining self-realization. The more he endeavors, the better for him. Baba said that he was omnipresent, transcending land, air, world, light and heaven and that he was not localized. To remove the misunderstandings of those who thought that Baba was only his body, three cubits and a half in length, he incarnated himself in this form. 
and if any devotee meditated on him day and night with complete self surrender he experienced complete union with him like sweetness and sugar waves and sea i and its sight he who wants to get rid of the cycle of births and deaths should lead a righteous life with his mind calm and composed he should not speak harshly to anyone so as to hurt him he should always engage himself in good actions should do his duties and surrender himself heart and soul to him he need not then be afraid of anything he who trusts him entirely hears and expounds his leelas and does not think of anything else is sure to attain self realization baba asked many to remember his name and to surrender to him but to those who wanted to know who they were who am i he advised shavan that study and manan contemplation to some he advised remembering god's name to others hearing his leelas to some worship of his feet and to others reading and studying adhyatma ramayan gyaneshwari and other sacred scripts some he sent to khandoba's temple and some he advised the repetition of the thousand names of vishnu and some the study of chandogya upanishad and gita there was neither any limit nor any restriction to his instructions he gave in person or by visions and dreams to someone addicted to the drink he appeared in his dream sat on his chest pressed it and left him after he gave a promise not to touch liquor anymore to some he explained some mantras like guru brahma in dreams to some devotee who was practicing hat yoga he sent word that he should leave off hat yoga practices sit quiet and wait saburi it is impossible to describe all his ways and methods in ordinary worldly dealings he set examples by his actions one of which is given below remuneration for labor one day at noon baba came near radha krishna mai's house and said bring me a ladder some men brought it and set it against the wall of the house as directed by baba He climbed up on the roof of Vaman Godkar's house and passed over the roof of Radha Krishna Mai's house and then got down from the other corner. What object Baba had, none could know. Radha Krishna Mai was at that time shivering with malaria. It may be to drive off the fever that he had gone up there. Immediately after getting down, Baba paid two rupees to the person who brought the ladder. Somebody asked Baba why he paid so much for this. He replied that nobody should take the labor of others in vain. The worker should be paid his dues promptly and liberally. If the principle taught by Baba be followed, that is, if the remuneration for labor be paid promptly and satisfactorily, the laborers will turn out better. and both the laborers and their employees will be profited bow to shri sai peace to all om sai ram